Hey, are you an investor thinking about buying real estate in Saskatchewan? Check out this interview with Joseph Kosic as I chat to him about being an immigrant from Croatia and deciding to buy real estate in the province and all the benefits that it's done for him. Hope you enjoy. This is the Saskatchewan Real Estate Podcast, the show that highlights Saskatchewan real estate. Looking to buy your first house, your next investment property? Subscribe to never miss an episode. Here's your host, Ron Caroni. Hello and welcome to the Saskatchewan Real Estate Podcast. I'm your host, Ron Caroni, and really excited for this week's episode with Jozo Kosick. I met with him a few weeks ago and we chatted about real estate and I really enjoyed his story about coming over to Canada and buying rental properties and was lucky enough to connect with him on a time to record. And here we are, Jozo. Welcome to the Saskatchewan Real Estate Podcast. Thank you for having me. It's great to be here. Awesome. Tell us a little bit about your real estate portfolio before we start getting into your backstory, Joseph. Where are you currently sitting with your with your rental properties? Okay, it's not a huge portfolio. It's uh, five rental units. Uh, two of them are duplexes with uh, a basement suite. So it's five units and five houses and seven rental units altogether. That's awesome. Yes. So I, I love when people who are in real estate say, oh, I don't have very many houses. And they go on and say, oh, I, I have five. And for regular people, it's like you own five properties. And I, I find that you know a very interesting thing because in real estate terms, maybe seven doors isn't a lot, but it's definitely enough to, to get you on your way. And it's very impressive of what you've been able to build. So Let's start from the beginning, Jozo, um, the, the immigrating to Canada and kind of how all of the backstory came about. Yeah, it's kind of an interesting story. Uh, I, was, uh, I was in Croatia. I uh, just graduated uh, from the university and uh, it was a EU uh, sponsorship uh, uh, for, for uh, uh, doing internship outside Croatia in abroad. And I applied for that, so I uh, got that, and I went to UK to do my internship for two or three months. Uh, while I was there, my brother, he went to uh, Canada for a year. He got a work permit. So he was in Canada. I was in UK, and uh, I started, I wasn't even thinking about going to uh, Canada. It's too expensive, and I didn't want to go for one year. I wanted to utilize my education that I got in, in Croatia. I have a, a bachelor degree in, uh, in agriculture. So I was thinking, taking that route. So I started applying for jobs, but there was no jobs. Like it was only mediocre jobs that would cover for my basics. And it wasn't anything related to agriculture. Agriculture is that big in Croatia as it is here in Saskatchewan. So then uh, I came back to Croatia and I said to myself, if I need to work mediocre job in Croatia that is going to cover only for basics, why wouldn't I go somewhere in abroad where I could do exactly the same, but at least I can see the world. I can meet new people and all that while I'm still young. So I found a job online to go and work in Mexico wow. <laughs> to sell a jewelry for a company that is out of Czech Republic, but has uh, stores all over the world but they were looking for people in Mexico. So I went for an interview, I got the job. I was pretty excited to go there. So I said to my mom that I'm going to Mexico in a few months. She didn't take me too serious, but she was like, you're not going anywhere. Like you're not going Mexico because Mexico doesn't have a good reputation. It's, 
if you mention that, especially 10 years ago, if you mention Mexico, people, first thing that comes to your mind is uh, drug cartels, human trafficking and all that. Right. Yes, we're not as familiar with Mexico as people here in North America. So uh, we were talking with my brother. He was doing construction in Canada, but he didn't like it. He was making good money, but he didn't like it. And he said, like, if you would have a schooling in Canada, you can get work permit for longer and you can eventually stay. And there is lots of opportunities in Canada. But he didn't have a, any education from Croatia and didn't have any inspiration to taking more schooling in, in Canada. So when I was about a month before to go to Mexico and I needed to buy a flight ticket, my mom, she got scared. She started panicking and she said, no. I'll pay for your school in Canada. I'll take a loan uh, from the bank. And now thinking, uh, uh, I wasn't processing that that much when I was still in Croatia, but she took a loan for about 20 to $25,000, which is about two years of income for my mom and my stepdad. So it was, a lot of money. money. A lot of money. So eventually, yeah, she uh, took the loan. I came to Canada for for school. It was a year and a half uh, at Niagara College for business management. Uh, graduated from there, got my work permit, permanent residency, citizenship, and now I'm Canadian. That's amazing. And, yes. and, and so from that side, when you first got here, you're going to school. And I know it can be really hard as a person who's new to Canada but you're going through school, what inspires you to buy that first rental property? So first, I wasn't even thinking of buying uh, one single real estate property. I was thinking my money is going to go into something different. It's going to go into stocks or maybe even starting my own business. But I was really, I was so curious. Uh, First thing, as soon as I came to Canada, I had that big pressure on my back. My mom, she took that huge loan. I have to start working, making money, and then maybe help her with paying off that loan. So I needed to find a way where to invest my money. uh, uh, And I was desperately looking for the best investment vehicle. So first I was thinking stocks, maybe starting my own business. But then I read Rich That Poor That. And then kind of, the, yeah, that's when... Robert uh, Kiyosaki, yeah. Exactly, exactly. That's where uh, uh, mindset uh, shift uh, uh, came along. And then I realized real estate, it's probably the best investment vehicle. Let me start doing that. And that's awesome. how I decided to do that, yeah. And what did the first property look like, Joe? Well, how much money did you have to save up for? Where did you buy it? Uh, actually, it was... Uh, so. I, I came to Saskatchewan 2000, late 2015 or something, or beginning of 2016. And then I read Robert Kiyosaki's book. And then I, was, I need to find a house. So I started looking for a house in Saskatchewan, but I didn't know anything about the houses. If you, even when I bought my first house and then I needed to get insurance, uh, insurance broker asked me, is it stucco or vinyl siding? I didn't know 
the difference. So as soon as, so I was in Saskatoon. So my boss uh, back then, he owned one or two houses. So I asked him, can you please just, when I find a house, just come and see the house so that I know that it's decent, somewhat decent, uh, because I didn't even know for a home inspection or anything, how, what is the procedure? Because I'm one of those people, and even especially after I moved to Canada, trying to uh, uh, improve financially as quick as possible, I decided I need to take actions. So there is no analysis paralysis. I need to take actions. So yeah, I was looking for a few months in Saskatoon. I couldn't find anything. And then my company wanted me to move to Prince Albert. And I knew it's going to be... temporary for maybe a year or maybe two years the most because I don't want to stay in Prince Albert. It's a small branch. But then as soon as I came to Prince Albert, the goal is the same. I need to buy a house. So I started looking for houses right away. So I moved there. So just to be clear, Jozo, this is your second property when you're buying CA? This was the first. First, first, first. Yeah, yeah. In Saskatoon, I couldn't find anything and they wanted me to move to PA. I'm in PA. I still need to buy the house. Uh, And then, yes, I uh, moved there in, let's say, April, May. In September, beginning of September, I found that house. It was a, a duplex. It has a it had a basement suite, legal basement suite, and uh, yeah, that was the first house. I kind of run numbers quickly in my head. It worked, although the area wasn't the greatest, and uh, maybe not the greatest thing that I did. I was working with one realtor, but I kind of didn't like him, so I. Prince Albert, it's a small community, but I needed to get the second opinion. I couldn't just stick with one realtor, especially when he was trying to sell me some house. I didn't kind of uh, uh, liked it. So I uh, asked second opinion, started working with a different uh, realtor. She found me a house that it's maybe not in the greatest area, but numbers worked much better. So I decided right. to it works much better as a rental property. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Awesome. So you bought the first one, and how long did it take you for you to get the second one after getting the first one? Or oh, then I I knew right away because uh, I rented uh, my uh, main floor. I was living downstairs, and it was uh, one room in the unit. It was a uh, one room just outside the the laundry room. So it was kind of outside the the unit, the actual unit next to the laundry uh, uh, room. So I was renting main floor and I lived in that small room and rented the unit to another person. So I was like, holy, this is, <laughs> this is really nice money. I wasn't expecting to get, there is no way. And uh, I knew as soon as I get to Saskatoon, I need a second house. So my my company, after only four or five months, they wanted me to move to Saskatoon and run a, a bigger branch. I moved to Saskatoon. Uh, and then April next year, I already bought my second property in, in Saskatoon. So wow. it was uh, September, Prince Albert, first one. April next year, my first house in Saskatoon or my second property. So someone is listening to this, Jozo, they're new to Canada, maybe they're thinking kind of, do, of doing the exact same thing that you have done. Um, what would you say would the, the most important part of this whole scenario would it be? Would it have been that you had a good job and that you were able to kind of move forward with some of these steps? 
Was it that you were in a smaller city in Saskatchewan and that allowed you to get into the market? What are some of those secret sauces that allowed you to, to get into a property very early on? But I think the, the first thing is I realized that real estate is a good vehicle investment. So I knew where to invest my money. So I think that's the, the key point. Second is you need to take actions. Uh, I know so many people. I have my friend. We came to school together in Canada and he has been watching me buying house after house and he's still stuck in analysis paralysis, looking for that one, the best property for him and his girlfriend never happened. So, I mean, if you want to take my word, I can tell you, especially for younger people, uh, they're starting real estate is a place to start. I would say it's a really good uh, 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 investment vehicle. Uh, and then second, if you decide to believe me, you need to take actions. So that's, that's the thing. getting getting in and not having the perfect plan is more important than having the perfect plan and waiting to get in. Absolutely. Absolutely. The thing is, uh, I bought my first four houses and I never, and I wasn't, I never came to close to six figures uh, in my salary. Uh, when I bought my first two houses, I was making maybe 50, 60 grand a year. Uh, I wasn't making a big money, that's for sure. But when I say take actions, you need to educate yourself. Like you have, you have to be educating yourself constantly day after day. You cannot go to bed without having a real estate book next to your bed and mm. at least read for 15 minutes. Like you cannot just jump into it. You need to know basics at least. But again, when you're taking actions, you're also getting, gaining experience, which is a learning method, plus you're learning through reading books, all that together will lead you to something. Awesome. Awesome. I really love that story. And, and I think it's really important that part about the action part, but also the education part, because you can't just jump in with both feet yeah. and hope that things will work out. You need to be reading books. You need to be listening to podcasts. You need to be talking to different professionals, whether that be local realtors to find out those good areas, brokers to see what you can qualify for, what your debt servicing amount is, you know, taking all of these steps will, will kind of slowly lead you along the path that you want to get to. So you have the, the five properties now, Joseph, which is very commendable. And, you know, some people watching this or even myself, you'd say like, well, five properties, if you do the math on that, get those mortgages paid off, that's going to be significant cash flow later on in life. What is your current plan as far as real estate investing and kind of what are the goals that you set for yourself? So I, I might be wrong. You never know what tomorrow brings. But the way that I see my situation is that with those five houses or seven doors, my retirement, it's secured. As you said, eventually when those houses are paid off, that's going to be a decent income per month from those rents that I'll be able to collect uh, every single month. Uh, so I will definitely keep buying more houses. But although I think real estate is 
probably the best investment vehicle. 90% of millionaires have certain percentage of their portfolio invested in real estate. But there are also other uh, uh, things to invest in. And uh, I'm kind of learning, exploring things. Uh, I would like to start my own business or acquire business that maybe requires uh, uh, more to be more hands-on on daily basis and then see, see from there. So do you think yeah. real estate gave you that option, Jozo, that, you know, you, you kind of got things settled with buying the rental properties and now you can kind of take a little bit more, I don't want to say risk is the right word, but you can expand your horizons as far as what you'd like your life to look like past that. You're absolutely right. Uh, you're absolutely right. And also what gave me, gave me that confidence because uh, although it seems like, oh, it's a, just a real estate, it's... Uh, you don't do much, but you're a CEO, like you're running your own business. Uh, you need to learn how to communicate uh, with mortgage brokers, how to get funding. You need to learn how to uh, work with uh, uh, realtors, uh, find that one person that can kind of show you houses, but show you in a way that you need them to show you. So you're basically hiring that professional to kind of work for you. Uh, you also have a tenants that you need to manage every They're single your day. Clients. Yes. Exactly. So you get that uh, experience, you get that confidence. So you did something, you accomplished something. So now you can do some other, you can replicate that or you can take that experience and invest somewhere else and then maybe explore some different opportunities for sure. Awesome. Awesome. Every uh, guest that comes on the podcast, I really like to ask them this question, a variety of answers. But if you could go back and give a younger version of yourself some advice, Jozo, what would that advice be? Hmm. That's an interesting question. Uh, knowing myself before coming to Canada, uh, it was a different person. Uh, I was a different person for sure. Uh, I lived in, 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 in a comfort zone where I kind of didn't know, I was a little lost. I didn't know what I, what should I expect from life? Uh, what I want from life, uh, what my goals are. Uh, so if I would go back to meet that person, I don't think there is a one advice that would make a difference or it would make a change, a big change that he needed. I would probably make sure I take five books with me that I would force him to read. <laughs> so, so yes, so that he can get that mindset shift uh, through those books or those people who are way more successful than I would be able to explain to him or give him directions that he needs to take and to succeed in life. So that person needed uh, a switch from fixed mindset to a growth mindset or from replace bad habits with good habits. And that's a formula for success. And I can give you those five books uh, maybe your listeners would like to uh, know them. Uh, probably the first one would be uh, uh, Atomic Habits. Second would be uh, uh, Mindset. 
third would be uh, millionaire next door. Fourth would be uh, rich dad, poor dad. And the fifth one, wait a second. I can't remember what was the fifth one, but it was one of... I'm pretty impressed that you were able to list off even that many in a row, Joe. So I was like, if I said I'm going to list off five books, I'd be like... Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. so awesome. Well, maybe what we can do, Jozo, is if you send me along those five books, I'll include them in the show notes to the episode. And then for anyone sure. who's, who's looking for some literature, I know lots of people who listen to podcasts also like reading books or are listening to them on audiobooks. So I'll be sure to include that as well. So I, I really enjoy that, how there's kind of that period where it's not necessarily you would do anything different. You'd probably just like things to be a little quicker or, or save young Jozo a little time. And before I wrap up the interview, Jozo, I, I know someone might be wondering, how old are you and how old were you when you came to Canada? So I'm 38 right now. I was 28 when I came to Canada. Awesome. Yes. Awesome. Yeah. And so, Jozo, we're going to wrap up the interview. If anyone out there is looking to connect with you, ask you any questions about Saskatchewan real estate investing, they want to take you out for coffee and pick your brain. What's the best way for them to get in touch with you? Uh, probably LinkedIn. Uh, I am. Uh, I have my Instagram. It's uh, joso1414. Uh, yeah, anybody can feel free to shoot me a message. I'm not so much present uh, on social media, but if I see a message, I would be more than glad to, to respond. Awesome. Thanks so much for taking your time and sharing your story. I really love hearing these, you know, these new to Canada stories where you come here with next to nothing and you grind it out, you build a life, you, you know, gather assets, you make a better life for you and anyone who's to come next of you. And that always is really inspiring, uh, at least from my side. So um, well done to you. Thanks so much for your time. And I really appreciate it. Thank you for your time. Thank you for having me. Pleasure. Hey, thanks for checking out this episode of the Saskatchewan Real Estate Podcast. If you learned something about real estate investing, do us a favor and throw a like button on there. If you're looking for more content just like this about Saskatchewan real estate, please consider subscribing. I'm Ron Caroni, your Saskatchewan mortgage professional. Until next week, bye for now.